Alrighty guys, I hope you guys listened to the last two episodes. I'm your host Anthony and this is Book for God. Without further ado, we got a big action-packed episode. It's the last one of our part three with our societal cultures. Hope you guys enjoy. Let's get into it. Actually, like now I want to bring up a point. You know how you were saying that about the the black on black deaths and yeah. all that? Music, music, bro, has a lot to do with that. There was this, uh, there was this one story that was covered on a podcast. It was Busy Bone. He was talking about how back then, back in like the 1970s, he was talking about how him and like some other rappers, some other producers and like other companies, like labels, they had a meeting and they took him out to this private meeting and there was investors, you know, fancy people in suits, you know, just there sitting. And then this person came on stage and he was saying, so first of all, I want to congratulate you guys for your success, for everything you guys have been doing to this point. Uh, but we want to talk about the new direction of rap, you know, where rap and hip hop is going to be going now, you know. So that's when they started talking about how there are big investors who are investing in prisons, in prison systems who are basically just big fish, big fish, bro. Like investing in a lot of jails everywhere in the United States. And what they obviously need to get money from the government is to get people in the jails, so how are they going to do that? They're going to rap about violence. So ever since then, there was an increase in just rapping about violence, drugs, sex, murder, alcohol, whatever it is, bro. That's crazy. Everything. And then from there, things just kept going, man. And if you take note of it nowadays, that's all they rap about. And all these kids, what they're doing, like they want to, they want to make a sack quick. Exactly, and they want to, they think, oh, like I'm gonna hit a lick real quick, like oh, like what? That doesn't make you hard, bro. Like, like no, like you can't be thinking like that. You're a kid. Yeah. You're a kid, bro. Like, like focus on being a kid. Live your life. You by the time you know it, you're you're 15 and you're in jail. What? What's the point of that, bro? Just like, and you're being charged as an adult. Why? Because you killed two people and you're three years away from being 18. But why? Because you heard a rap song and you thought it was cool and your homies peer pressured you into shooting a dude. No, bro. Like, there's so many things, like, like that are... Like a persona that comes with it. Yeah, exactly. And it's also because it's not just music, bro. It's not just music. It's not, like, empty words. No, all that stuff comes with spirits, comes with energies. You know, a lot of music is prayed for. Did you know that? Uh, like, a lot of music is prayed for, bro. Like, basically, whenever they write that, the satanists or like whoever like they pray to it and whenever they sing that song like it activates the demons and it basically makes you or rihanna she has like an alter ego oh yeah when i get on stage she's like i i'm not i'm a different person yeah and it's legit like coming out in here she's a witch bro she's a witch she's she has a song where she literally says how she wipes her period blood with the holy bible pages bro have you seen eminem where he was talking about how he uh one of his newer songs uh there's one with Jordan Lucas, and mm-hmm. it's like, uh, pretty much he's like, well, um, sold my soul to get a Grammy, or something like that. I have to look it up, because I remember listening to yeah. this, he's talking about selling your soul for, like, Grammy. He's mm-hmm. like, but, I just, it was with Jordan Lucas, I think it's like, uh, Lucky You, or Kill, or Kill Shot, or something like that. No, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I he talks about, oh, I sold my soul to get a Grammy, and I was like, this is literally in the songs. Yeah, they literally tell you, and a lot of people will think it's just a joke, or they like, think... Oh, it's it, not real, it's not this. But it's true, but, like, it literally says... Like, uh, it it talks about how everything that is of this world, like, it can be given to you because he is the king of this world. He, 
was sent here from heaven and he ruled it. He started it with the fallen angels and he showed everybody, all those people back in the day. Did you know that he, he showed them? Rule because of God, though? Yeah, because he gives them permission. He allows like, them to. In Job, uh, he's like, hey, could I attack Job? He's like, you could do anything, just don't kill him. And mm-hmm. because he said that, then the devil was allowed to hurt Job and kill his yeah. family or not. But it's crazy because, like, even then, the devil had to come to God yeah. to ask God for permission. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, and that's that's how it's gonna be. And because God is letting him do that, and it's it's also it's like, will. yeah, that's that's what I think is also amazing. How God has so such mercy on us, like, and allows us to do all these things. And even the people who are doing all that, like, they will come to terms, obviously, but like they're still alive to this day. And it also makes you think, like, like it's gonna be it's gonna get to that point where where disaster is gonna strike. Like everything is just a plan. Everything, like how I told you with the music in the 1970, there was also this interview back in the 1800s um, that it was an ex, ex-member of the, the church of Satan. And he was saying how they they had three main points for the world and what they were trying to reach in like the future. And I think it was like a 300-year period. I don't remember. But he was saying how first they need to... They need to make the people believe that that the hell's devil doesn't, real. yeah, that hell's not real, that the devil doesn't exist. Yeah. Two, they need to make, uh, they need to make people like susceptible to orders and make them like easy to manipulate, you know. And then there's a third order that I forgot, but but it's things that are happening now, you know. And the thing that makes them easy to like to manipulate is what the media, music. Because, like, back to the topic of music, um, there's even, like, this one thing, like, Cardi B herself said on a live, she was saying, oh, like, um, when I sing my music, like, it activates demons. Like, that's what she said, like, her own words on that live. And it's just, like, like, these people are telling us, and we don't listen, we still listen to their music. And what we do that by listening to it is we allow it in our, in our spirit, in our body, like, all of that's causing us harm. It's causing us depression, anger. You never know. Like it's so much things, man, that we just gotta be careful for. And people don't don't listen. They don't pay attention to that. I think it's good to have diversity within the workforce, but I think it's dangerous for DNIs to be the main reason to advocate for like uh, people. Like, I'm just putting my piece in real quick because we had South Peace, and mm-hmm. I think it's dangerous to hire based off race, gender, and things like that when you're hiring just off that and not off character or the content of the character or whatnot. And you're just hiring based off skin or whatnot. And as far mm-hmm. as social credit, I think it's pretty crappy because people are only hiring not because they're trying to give them a chance, but because they're like, hey, look at me. I'm doing this for society. I'm doing good. I'm a good person. Or I promote LGBTQ or I support them and whatnot. And they're just really monopolizing mm-hmm. and they're manipulating people. And to believe that they're a good system and whatnot. Do they care? For DNIs. Yeah. I think uh, it seeped in HR whatnot, but we're kind of really past that, but we're going to go into music. So I, I like that. So it is, mm-hmm. uh, there is stuff in music. Mm-hmm. Um, you know Mr. Beast? Yeah. So supposedly, uh, you know this Chandler, right? Yeah, Chandler. Okay, so I think Chandler gave his life to Christ. Uh-huh. Uh, gives life to Christ. I think he gave his life to Christ. But outside of that, um, what's the other dude? Oh, you're talking about the guy that... That transition? Yeah. I don't know his name, man, but I know who you're talking about. Yeah, and just recently, too, it happened. Not yeah, that long ago. so um, in their open boxing video, mm-hmm. it says, oh, this is addressed to um, Chris. And Chris is like, it's his name, not Chris no more, like Chris or whatever. But he's like, oh, yeah, it's, I guess it's addressed to me. Like, I am them, we are we, we are many. Mm-hmm. 
that's an uh, I saw a video and it, that's why it caught my attention. It indirectly quoted something that's in the Bible. What he said, like I am them, we are men. Is it that the spirit that so that went uh, into the pigs? Yep, it, that's exactly. I am oh, legion. Wow. He actually says that I am legion, uh, Mr. Beast clip. So uh, that's Chris, crazy. Chris says I am legion, Mr. Beast. Boxing. I'm typing way too quick, but I saw a video on um, on the channel, and they're unboxing, and he says, "I am them. We are many. Um, Legion or something like that." And it, I was like, "Dude, literally, it says like it says in the Bible." And my pastor brings up a good point. He thinks people who say that they're by or they them or she they like mm -hmm. pronouns. He's like, "Deanizer okay. dangerous and." Uh, like social credits or ESGs can potentially be dangerous because uh, I think it's mm -hmm. wrong to hire based off skin color or gender. And when you exclude, let's just say white people because they're white and you hire someone who's let's say ethnic or a certain gender, mm -hmm. I think it's uh, it leads to segregation rather than unision or univision. I think or, you know, <laughs> univision, right, but like un unity, and which is what we're, they're trying to go for. I think it's not necessarily inclusive when you're like, well, you're white and this person's not. We're gonna hire them because of this, whether they have like if they have less requirements, I think it's even more offensive. But if these people meet more requirements, I'd understand that. So I mm -hmm. think DNIs can be dangerous and kind of be straight away because diversity should be allowed, but it shouldn't be the basis of your company. Nor should uh, social credits like oh look at I hire these people, I meet these needs, I celebrate pride. Look at how good of a company I am, support me. Mm -hmm. And then you're talking about how there's like. Uh, that or the demons went on right in the yeah, singers. In so singers. I was mentioning to you before the audio cut off. There is an unboxing clip, and um, Chris is opening up a box, and he's like, "Oh, um, it's." And Mr. Beast is like, "I think it's addressed to you." And he's like, "Oh yeah, I guess it's for me. Like I am them. We are. They are me. We are many. We're legion or something like that." Yeah. But he says the other parts, and in the Bible, there's this part where Jesus is casting out of a demon from a man, and they're like. Uh, they ask, the demons ask him, can we go into the pigs or whatnot? But when Jesus, I think, addresses them, or whoever necessarily addresses them in the Bible, they say, oh, we are legion, we are many. I like, And then think about it, we are many. And Chris, who is now trans, is like, oh, um, we are many, I am men. Like, and I think that's a very funny because he indirectly quoted the Bible, mm -hmm. which could kind of show like potential demon possessed right there because the person who's possessed by demons, mm -hmm. I were them, we are they are me, we are many, we are legion. Chris indirectly said that in their unboxing video, and I think it's kind of, I was telling you, and he's like, that's crazy, I gotta find it. But I saw it on Instagram the other day, and it was a small snippet of a full unboxing video, mm -hmm. so I gotta, like, find that. It, it would make sense how how people say that that they have, like, multiple people inside them, because I don't know if you've heard that, but people have talked about how they feel like, oh, like, it's because inside me there's a boy, and then there's a girl, and then there's there's a old person like it could come to like split personality disorder or even like how we're talking about genders and all that stuff it could be correlated to that if we're thinking about it in like biblical terms and all that because it makes sense and how he quoted that indirectly is funny and it's just like what like like well that's why when he said it like in context because he brought it up he's like hey like and have you seen that video where there's this clip where he's saying this and, and I was like, wow, I really do have to find that. it. I'm going to try to insert that clip in here because it's yeah. very important that we hear that. But
That's pretty cool. Wait, is this to me or is this person's name Chris? Either way, cool. Oh, no, their name is Chris. Okay. Okay. Or it is to you. Or, I mean, in a way it is to me. I am Mr. Beast. We are like a legion. We are oh. one. We are many. I saw that clip many times and I didn't even realize what was in front of me. Yeah. And like, so my pastor says that he thinks that they, thems, or people who identify with pronouns or multiple things could potentially be demonically possessed because mm -hmm. in the Bible, uh, legion is like, I am them, we are many. They, thems, they're all like plural, which could mean that many are inhabiting them. Yeah. But your, and your thoughts, you're talking about Beyonce and Cardi B and whatnot. Yeah, like like Beyonce, like how you were saying, man, like how how she says she has a, another personality that comes over her when she's on stage. I think another artist said that too, ah, but I forgot. And it's just it's just like spirits come into you, and they basically do everything. It's like um, kind of like that Travis Scott concert, bro. That I'm pretty sure you remember, where a lot of kids, you know, die. It's a more recent one, but basically there's so much things following up on the stage, man. It's just his stage was an upside down cross and like the center of his stage was the mouth. Right. And the whole thing for his like the whole theme for his his concerts always is the big golden head of his, you know, with the mouth open. Yeah. And that's the entrance. And there's actually an artist back then who was drawing hell. He was painting hell and there was literally a golden face. Like, and that was the gateway into hell. That's crazy. And it's crazy how it correlates to that because first the upside down cross, like that's the stage. And then that, and then there's like even things seen walking on top of the stage, you know, like, like shadows um, and everything. He was doing his concert. No, I haven't seen that. So his belt, I think it's stars and it's a six, six, six. I can look it up. It's pretty much just Satan his belt. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's pretty open about that at this point. I mean... Like, I'm pretty sure most of y'all have heard it, like, what he said in his concerts and everything. Like, crazy, man. Like, he said he even sold his his soul for his fans, bro. Like, it's like, what the... You know, like, when do you hear that, bro? Like, these people are just openly confessing things, and it's crazy. Remember Lil Nas when he's making the Satan shoes? Oh, yeah, yeah. But it things right in front of us, and it's just kind of like, oh, we'll accept it. Oh, you know what's funny about that, actually? There's actually this interview that he had... And he says something so nonchalant, like, like it could be seen as a joke. It could be a joke. You don't know, but, but like, just listen to it, man. Like, question about the gay agenda. What is it? How do you define the gay agenda? There's been this plan. Like, we usually go to meetings on Wednesday in black cloaks. Okay. Uh, draw like a a big star and the circle on the ground. Uh, we have like these cups of blood. Drink oh. it, pretty much, and. We kind of like plans like world domination, like to make everyone gay and then like decrease the world population. And yeah, that's pretty much it. That's crazy. Like it's yeah. literally out there. And, people are like, oh. and that's why like it's it's kind of funny to me how he just says it so like, not yeah, so no, long, you know? It's like, oh, yeah, we're going to, you know, Nike stopped them from using real human blood. We wanted to use like one drop of real human blood in everything. Yeah, but sure. then he came out later saying that it was just a joke. But it's just like, yeah, yeah these people are like, it's all tied together, man. Like, like... Every time you see an artist, bro, when they start off, they, they start off like being a person, you know, their person, they have their they their, person. their personality. Yeah, they lose their person and little by little, they become more, more secure. like Lil Uzi Vert. Like, bro, I used to follow him when he was in, like, he was barely starting off his career. I remember and 20, then, like, in middle school. The yeah, it's just crazy, man. Like he said, he even sold his, his soul for his fans, bro. Like, it's like, what the...
You know, like, when do you hear that, bro? Like, these people are just openly confessing things, and it's crazy. All my friends are, like, I remember those ones, too. Those yeah, like, that one, that's when he started going down. Yeah. Yeah, and then after that. that song, I was like, because I never understood it. I, I mean, he probably, he like probably it. sacrificed it. I don't know. Honestly, maybe. Hey, oh, you never know, bro. <laughs> don't quote me on that. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, right. bro. And, and yeah, there's so many things like that. Like, even, like, Doja Cat, bro. Have you seen that? I have not. Doja Cat, bro. Like, she used to be, like, normal, like, funny. She did. Yeah. And literally, like, what, basically what there's been a pattern of that happens is that a lot of these artists, they go through, like, a humiliation ritual, right? So, by the time they do that, that's, like, their next step to get, like, deeper into things, you know? So, they have to be humiliated in public. Like, the baby, he was wearing, like, a diaper, bro. Like, in public, walking around with diapers, you know. And he had, like, big the baby posters or, like, like whatever, banners or whatever. And he's just walking around in a diaper, bro. Like, come on. That's crazy. You I know. gotta take my the baby flag out in my room. I have it only as a meme. <laughs> I don't follow him. I just has it because it's a meme. That's the only reason why. Uh-huh. It's a gift. Yeah, it's, like, it's funny. So that's the only reason why I have it in my room for those who follow the Instagram. But... <laughs> no but yeah like like even that and then there was this video of uh of doja cat like we were talking about and she's just just sitting there in the live and she's saying how she how her body is a poop jar and like how she likes to eat poop and because she is a she is have you seen her poop and she yeah the all red with the jewels yeah i'm telling you man weird dude it gets worse and worse, bro. Yeah. Like, and people are like, "Oh, it's amazing." Did you seen the Grammys where Sam, I think Sam Smith, who's now, oh yeah, like he was gay, and now he's like trans or, or bi or whatever. But it was like a satanic ritual for the Grammys. Yeah, like, and he's even wearing the horns and everything, yeah. man. And it's, it's just, they're being so open about it now. Like, it's because they wanted us to not believe that it was real, and now they're like, "Oh yeah, like." Now we just get told that we're just over, like, zealot, not zealot, but, like, we're just uh, over-exaggerated Christians or people. Yeah, or, like, we're, yeah, we're noticing everything or, like, not everything is like that. It kind of goes in, like, cancel culture in some sense. Do you think yeah. that it's dangerous for cancel culture to exist? Uh, I think it is, bro, because sometimes, I like, agree. they just, they just cancel the wrong people, you know? Like, there are a lot of people who, do, like, really shouldn't be on the internet, and they should be canceled, most definitely, you know? Like, people who are hurting people, oh, who yeah, are saying like, things, you know? But a lot of people actually do that. Yeah, personally. exactly. And if there are people who are trying to, like, educate you and just teach you things, you know, so that you stay up to date on Freedom the news, speech. you know, like, yeah, and it's a lot of time, things that we're just trying to help out, you know, bring some clarity to the table, bro, because, like, our eyes are so, so foggy, like, our mind is so foggy, like, we're we're not meant to see all these things, you know? We're not meant to know all these things. They don't want us to know all these things. And, like, ever since, like, even since TikTok started coming out, bro, like, people just started posting things, posting things. And that's why they were trying to ban it for the cool, for a coolest minute, bro. And it's just, like, like all this stuff, bro. Like, I used to be for banning TikTok, but mm-hmm. I'm not now for the reason as um, if they ban it because it's from another country, mm-hmm. they're going to ban, um, what's that? Telegram. They're going to ban Telegram because Telegram wasn't founded in the U.S. They're going to ban Rumble. And Rumble's been really popular in not just the conservative, but in the free speech movement mm-hmm. or whatnot, because they allow uh, freedom of thought mm-hmm. in Rumble. Rumble's like the competitor for YouTube. Pretty oh. much. I don't know if you heard about it. No, I've never so heard of Rumble. Rumble's a competitor for YouTube. And if they ban TikTok because it's not within the US, they're going to ban other things. And then there's going to be. Um, there's going to be monopolization within the companies and industries who already have. Uh, like Facebook or Amazon or other things are going to have dominance over mm-hmm. 
it all. Like that's why I don't want to say. That's why I keep like talking now. Yeah. Because I mean, think about it. Like if because YouTube, you could get um, flagged for a lot of stuff, but Rumble not necessarily mm-hmm. for like freedom of thought. Because like my pastor for preaching sometimes he gets flagged. Mm-hmm. So Rumble is the main competitor right now, and if we take off TikTok, we're gonna be like, well, Rumble wasn't made in US, taking it out. Telegram wasn't taking it out. You know what I mean? So then it monopolizes the industries that are already in st- like in place within the US, mm-hmm. like Facebook and Instagram and uh, Twitter and whatnot. Yeah, don't we? yeah, bro. It's because everything is getting worse, man. Like progressively, like just increasingly worse, and we keep seeing it happen, bro. And like. Like, there, there's a lot of people that don't want it to happen and are trying to do things, but, like, our hands are tied, man. Like, all the people that are in office right now, all the people that are in Congress, bro, all those people have somewhat of a connection to... They're sleeping with somebody. Yeah. In a figurative sense, of course. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't necessarily have to be literally, but, yeah. yeah, like, they have ties with everybody. Like, they're all holding hands, bro. Like, they're all, like, looking for that same person. You know, they're all, like... Like, like, bro, it's like, if they end up going, like, like, there's this one uh, video, I think it was, yeah, this bad baby video, she was saying how she literally went to, like, this, this party with all these, like, celebrities and, like, politicians and whatever, and, and literally it was just in the forest, and like, yo, like, like, yo, Drake, get out the way, like, all this stuff, like, and all these politicians, like, yo, I'm trying to say, say what's up to this fool, and it's like, this was, like, a, a place where they were going to do a ritual and stuff. And she was like, oh, like, yeah, we finished doing the ritual. And then I was trying to do that, like, talk to them and all that. And it's like, bro, like, what? Like, so all these people, like, that are governing are a part of that. Then they're in that plan, too, that they're trying to take control of the world, bro. They're trying to take control of us. They're trying to manipulate us, bro. It's just so much things, man. And I think music, that's why it's so important because it's the main thing, bro. It, it has heavy influence. I try to Very, not listen to music anymore. Yeah, bro. I try to listen to podcasts usually. Even for me, like, I I like listening to music because the potential that it has, you know, like, the potential that it can make you feel like... It like you bring you up, though, sometimes. It really like, does. Like, stuff. Yeah, and it, it's, it shows you. And then there's uh, sad music, bro, like, where you just listen to it and you just yeah, get sad. You know, like... And, like, me, I'm that person that likes to listen to sad music, but it's not because I'm sad. It's just because, like, the, the emotions, like, it's just very calm and, like... Like, you can feel the heart in there, you know? So, do you think you think if cancel culture is dangerous? Final answer, yes? Yeah, I do think it's dangerous. I think so, too. You know, there's a, a show in, um, I think it's an Australian show called Bluey, and people... Bluey. Had, they had people remove the show or an episode or change it because in the episode, a dog was like went like this, like grabbed his stomach, and he went on the scale, and he's like, I need to lose weight. People were so mad about a kid's show saying it was fat shaming and they had to redo the whole episode. Oh, like, that's kind of part of uh, camps culture. Besides that, we got Aunt Jemima, Land of Lakes, and taking off the people mm-hmm. who were on it. Like, that's how I think it's how good we have it. We have it so good that we take on the little things now mm-hmm. in, in America. What do you think? Yeah, I think. I think cancel culture just really does just try and focus on the little things that they like. Because there's nothing they really focus on necessarily. Yeah, like there is, but it's not like they can do anything about it, you know. It's not something that we as a people can really do unless we all come together, you know. But if it's just one little one little spot of people, like, that's not going to do, do you much. you think it's you know? uh, healthy to be overweight? Um, 
I don't think so. But a lot of people do think it's, it's, it doesn't matter. Some people say overweight is healthy. I mean, I'm overweight, bro. I'm considered obese in the state of California by a lot, you know, but I've, I feel good. You know, I feel healthy. But there is the cases where, you know, like it does affect your health, you know. Once it's too much, it's too much, you know. Yeah. Like, even I already started dieting already, bro, because, like, it got to a point, like, good for you. I got my happy weight, you know. Like, I, I just ate, you know, happy indulged, medium. you know. Yeah, and so now I'm like, okay, like, you know, now it's time for me to just cut back a little bit. I'm not you know? saying you have to be shredded. That's no. also unhealthy. No, never. You have no energy. Yeah, I'm not going to be shredded ever. That's just. That's not healthy. That's either. besides me, man. Like, I can't not eat my tortillas, you know. Yeah, we're like, talking about, like, uh, just being overweight rather than. Yeah. Yeah, like, overweight is, like, over 300, 400 pounds. Like, that's, like, if you are, like, a six-foot, almost seven-foot person, then that's normal, you yeah, know? It, it's within your uh, body range. Yeah, but, like, besides that, like, you always have to be careful because, like, you have to make sure that you're healthy. Like, your health matters. You know, it's not just, like, oh, fat shaming. Oh, like, you're calling me fat or, like, you're making fun of fat people. No, bro, like... Like, most of the time, like, there are people who worry because, like, like I have fat family members. <laughs> I'm not, you know, like, it's not like, oh, like, like oh, I'm, I'm hating. No, like. It's a description of at most. Yeah, like, and I just want to, I just want to, like, make sure that they're healthy. That's why whenever I see my brother, like, and he's he's a really big dude now, you know. He's taller than me, but he's also very round. <laughs> and I tell him, I'm like, bro, like, cut back on the tortillas a little bit, you know. Like one day you're gonna end up in the hospital. You're gonna have to roll you down the on the wheelchair, yeah, and then, you know, <laughs> you know, it's things like, you know, like that. Like just jokingly say it, but it's like people cancel you for that today, though. Yeah, I know, and it's I, like I would a thought definitely. Crime. You think it is too dangerous. Like, you don't like it. It's no longer freedom. You think something that's not with us, we're just taking you out for it. Yeah, man, and times really have changed, bro. Like from the old Call of Duty lobbies. I don't know if you ever Dude, played. Call of Duty lobbies are dangerous. Yeah, if if all of that stuff got leaked now, you know, like it's just people didn't really think about what they said back then. You know, they really just said it. But just, I feel like there wasn't such a negative uh, connotation around, like. While the word itself can be negative, yeah. think about it. Things can change. Like people, rappers use it all the time. And it, while it might be historically accurate and it might be offensive, I think there is room for change. I mean, if we're all about change, mm-hmm. I, think, I think it's also considerably racist to say that only black people or certain people can say certain slur words. Mm-hmm. It's either all or none, in my opinion, because mm-hmm. if you're said, that's pretty much racist because you're segregating other races mm-hmm. on what they can and can't say based off. Mm-hmm. So I think that's my opinion on uh, that as far as yeah. lawyers. But um, we, you both agree that cancel culture is dangerous. Do you think mm-hmm. there is a pre- like? Do you think LGBTQ is oppressed? I'm gonna put in a quick thing real quick. I don't think they necessarily are because they're highly celebrated. You see it in stores. You see it in media. I mean, it's for being such a small percentage. It's pretty highly dominated and knowledgeable across the board. Mm-hmm. So to say that they're oppressed is kind of like. If you're on my end, I don't think they are. Mm-hmm. But what are your thoughts real quick before we end it? Yeah, I don't I don't think they're necessarily, like, oppressed, like, 100%. It's just like how I told you way in the beginning of this podcast that... Perspective. Um, yeah, perspective, especially when it comes down to being, like, who it is in it. Because it's not... The community as a whole, I feel like they're able to carry themselves very well. I think they're able to hold each other up. And they do a great job with it. You know, they support each other and like they have like secret like languages you know that i didn't know but i learned because of my friends you know because of people i know you know like it's not languages like actual words and stuff but it's like things that they do so that other people from the from the community know you know it's like oh like oh wow like you're from you're from that yeah me too you know like it's things that (laughs) no not (laughs) 
<laughs> but yeah, so it's stuff like that, you know, and and I think they carry themselves very well. But it's a lot of people that come out to get them, you know, and a lot of people that see them as a problem. But also, like, the way that they are, because most of the time, the way that they paint themselves for the world, like, is different than the way that they're marketed. Because it's an ugly word to say, but they are marketed, bro. Like how you were talking about how the companies were using that. Like, that's that's what that's for. They're using that. But you don't, I don't see any of them going out against the defense. No, because no, they, they go for it because they, like, oh, we're getting people, like, on our side. But at the end of the day, it's like a double-edged sword, bro. Like, they're getting marketing, and, like, and, like, it could be, like, like almost certain that they don't really care. Like, they just do it just because they want to get sales or they want to be viewed as, like, how you said, the DNI. You know what I'm saying? Like you never know. Social credit. Yeah, exactly. So that's the when. Company. Yeah, so it's like, oh wow, Ford is so inclusive. Like I like Ford. I'm gonna buy myself a Ford truck, or I'm gonna buy myself something Ford. You know. I think it's dangerous for companies to get political because I think the LGBTQ thing is kind of political. But I, I think companies should sell us products and not morals. Yeah, exactly. It's it's just the company to sell products, man. Like that's a, that's a good point. That's yeah, what I should have said when I was talking about Ford. No, that was Target. a good one. They shouldn't be putting that out there because they shouldn't be selling morals. Mm-hmm. They should be selling products. Yeah. Oh, and you know what, what I didn't tell you about Target? I was trying to tell you that the other day, too, at work, but I didn't the get artists, a chance right? to. Yeah, the artist. So the artist that they were trying to hire to do the merch is a satanic artist. So you go on his page and it's a whole bunch of That's satanic things. That's if you buy those products. You're yeah. supporting him. And now, now thinking about that, like knowing that, like, I wouldn't buy that. Like, I wouldn't. Who would know? Nobody talks yeah, about it. nobody talks about it. So that's the thing, bro. Like, that's stuff that is dangerous because he would he even has stuff on his page like pins, like shirts, and it says like witches love the LGBTQ or like witches pro abortion or like witches all that stuff. You know. Personally, and for biblical reasons, I'm against it. Babies in the womb are life, in my yeah. opinion. Can't go around it. But then you also got to remember in the Bible it says that. When did Adam take his first breath? When he was when when he God dirt, yeah when God breathed air inside him, that's when that's but when that, he became alive. But that's not when. Yeah, I know, but like you also got to take into context like like things like that. Like we don't necessarily have a say. So, you know, uh, can I pose a like a situation? Yeah, like go that? for it. Okay, so let's just say somebody's in a coma and they're brain dead, and the mm-hmm. only way they're able to stay alive is if you have a manual pump keeping the oxygen in and out. Mm-hmm. They're no longer taking breath. But the person still has blood circulating. Mm-hmm. They still have some brain function, but are not enough to uh, work. They're not breathing. Mm-hmm. Does that mean I could kill them? Because that's kind of where it goes. Because you're, you're saying, well, they didn't breathe, so they're not, but they have blood mm-hmm. circulating through them. They are living because if they weren't living, they wouldn't be growing. Mm, you do have a point. I think, yeah, in that case, it would be like... Because we're also talking about how Adam... Adam, so dirt. Uh-huh. God had dirt. He breathed onto the dirt. Then Adam was alive. But God's the one doing the breathing, not Adam. Mm-hmm. Just, that's what I was thinking about. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, that's a perspective I never thought about, really. Or that analogy that you did. You're yeah, talking about Satanists drink blood and whatnot? The Bible says the blood is the life of, a, of a creatures or whatnot. So I think it's interesting because they're drinking the life of something. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and that's how that's how they even say that they stay young, bro. Like you knew that, right? 
like how so they say that having new hot young like people on the scene with them yeah because babies have like this thing in their blood there's that... a satanic thing behind abortion in my opinion you think so yeah there's a well, the bible there's a, a worship or some uh, fake god called Baal, and people would sacrifice babies to him mm-hmm. after being born oh i heard about that yeah and he's like i mean you know what they're doing with the the unborn fetuses some of them are using them for taste testers so like I forgot what it was. I have to do more research. I did. I did my research a while ago, way back then. Mm-hmm. But um, they people sell those unborn baby parts to companies. I think like Pepsi was using uh, a specific part of whatever that baby was to help a machine do taste taste uh, testing. So they would take a part of the DNA or whatever was from the abortion, and they would buy it, and then they would put it in a machine who would um, go through hundreds of flavors. To make new flavored drinks, mm-hmm. but they would use the organic stuff from the abortion to do that. I think that's just. Oh, I didn't know about that. But like, so the the stuff that they get from the the babies. I ha- I remember. I is that going to the drink? It. No, it doesn't go into the drink. But they use that. The machine uses it to taste it. Yeah, we'd have to look that up so we can talk about that more because that's actually interesting. Like, but companies do uh, buy uh, parts and whatnot, like or the. Uh, they buy the abortions and whatnot, or like leftovers from it, and they use it for own means. Oh wow, that's crazy though. Because now that you say that, like, there's so many like things that go unaccounted for, and we don't give a second thought to it, you know. So, so like, yeah, that like the abortion, like, where no one ever asks where do they go, you know. That's yeah. one of the things, you know. Like, wow, like I didn't know that. You know, that's crazy, bro. And like, same thing with bodies too, bro. Like, I imagine like not all of them go to science. You know, some are bought out for organs and stuff like that. And, like, like there's so many things, bro, that are just going on. It's it's all has a... Ugh, like, it's just so sad, bro. Like, I wish, I wish I could do something to stop it, man. I wish I could do something, but there's not much we can do. It's all out of our hands. All we can do is just hope for the time for everybody to get what comes to them, and that's it. Okay, so they use, I think, the... Uh, I'm this very, like... Okay, so Synomics is a company. Because mm. my pastor talked about it. That's why I did it. Synomics. I have this in my phone somewhere. I swear I do. Synomics is a biotechnology company founded on discovering, developing, and innovating flavor ingredients for food beverage. The ingredients supply industries primarily additives. So whatever. Okay, so um, the controversy over Synomics originated with the pro-life organization Child of God for Life back in March 2011. Um, they use HEK-293. In its flavor ingredient, HEK-293 is a human embryo, embryonic kidney, 293 cells. So they, they don't even call it what it is. They just label it number and throw it out there so it's, it's disguised. But it's used in the flavor ingredient development efforts. So what they do is they would buy the base and mm-hmm. use that. Let's just say liver or whatever, or their kidney, and then that would help with the machine and taste. So no, Sonomics. I remember this because I remember Sonomics. I remember researching that. Mm-hmm. So that's a little something right there. But wow, it's crazy, right? Like, man, I feel so bad for those children. Like, I couldn't imagine working and taking those like those dead things and then just like disposing of it into a machine and then disposing of the like. That's just that's just got to be dehumanizing. Yeah, I, f- I feel like there's so many aspects to that, too, that conversation or that because you could say it's like, oh, 
it's not necessarily an argument, but it's it's like a debate, you could say. But like pro life and all that stuff, like when it comes down to it, like there's so many things that I believe like happen for a reason, and nothing happens it, for no reason. Yeah, like God has a plan for everything, you know. Exactly. So like if He does that, He's just letting you t- like make your own choice. You know, that's you your choice. Free will. Yeah, but most definitely. Mean God condones it. Yeah, and like even to this day, bro. Like I know for a fact, like. I'm not a father because God willed it. You know, I'm gonna be a father when I when He wills it. You know, and when that comes, you know. But you're saying you were a father. Well, you're not. <laughs> no, on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> on the next episode, the man, next I'll episode, tell you. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and it's just like, like everything happens for a reason. So if you get, if like it's oh, there's, there's so many topics that correlate to that hey, one topic too. Worst, we could do another one with Alexia, but I want you to get your piece in. Yeah, but, like, yeah, what I'm trying to say about this is just, like, there's so many things when it comes down to, like, abortion and stuff. Because if you get raped, bro, like, there's been a lot of situations where that's, like, the main argument where women get raped and they don't want to keep the baby. You know, what are they supposed to do then? So, a lot of people use this argument, that or incest. And, uh, while that argument is still a probability, Mm -hmm. a lot of people make the minority a majority. Mm -hmm. That's their only argument. Because without Mm -hmm. that, what is it? It's just because I want to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the times, because I actually had a woman who named, whose name is Julie Chen, mm-hmm. and she she is a pro-lifer mm-hmm. who's actually been sexually assaulted and kept her baby mm-hmm. and whatnot. And she's like, I am glad that I kept my baby. And she's like, even though I've been sexually assaulted and all this other stuff, she's like, it's not right to take it out on the child when the child has no ability to say yes or no in the sense you should mm-hmm. take it. You should use your rights instead of killing the child against the guy who did it. Mm-hmm. Like you should be taking him to court. You should be filed. You should be getting him. You should be getting the justice there. You shouldn't be killing the child. And I know it's some people. Some women be like, "You're not a woman. Who are you to say?" But if you were to say that I'm invalid because I'm not a woman, what is a woman? Tell me that, and then we could talk more. But people who say, "Oh, you're not. You're you're saying I can't speak because I I can't." So you're just neglecting me, and that's not right either. But mm-hmm. um, I think in those cases, it sucks, but the woman should not take it out. Most of the time, if you do a, not a C-section, but if you, what is it when you uh, sew the baby, when you put the gel in your tummy? Oh, are you talking about like the, is that sonography? Basically, when you go into the doctors to see your baby. Yeah. Uh, okay. I think most of the time when know. you do that, Could be most of the time when you do that, the woman will keep the child if mm-hmm. she sees that it's a living thing. Mm-hmm. Bert, or abortion centers do not want you to have that done because they know that when you see that, the mom's going to have a connection with that child that's in her and living. Mm-hmm. And at like, I think at like nine weeks or like really early, it develops. Like if you were to act, if you actually have, I have a little baby at home that's like this, and it's like an eight week old baby, but it has arms and stuff and whatnot. Um, I think the, you, sh- you should take justice against the person who did it rather than the mm-hmm. child. And it's hard to say, and I'm not going to say it's going to be easy, and life might be hard, but there's never a good time to have a child. Mm-hmm. You know, if you were to have a child only when it's a good time, there's never a good time because you're never going to have a good time to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no guidebook. It's something you learn as you go, but I think to take it out on the child isn't right. And it mm-hmm. might not be a hot topic, but I don't think the women should do it, even if they are. Like, I- I'm sorry that those things happen to you. Mm-hmm. But what if you were a child of rape? Mm-hmm. Do you think that your life should be taken away because some dude hurt my mom? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm thinking about it. What if I was a child of rape? 
I wouldn't be here because my mom got raped and like she wanted to abort me. Well, mm-hmm. now I don't get to have life because somebody else hurt her life. Mm-hmm. And I think that's dangerous. Uh, yeah, you kind of just opened my eyes to that too because I I had like a different perspective on that because there's like just a lot of things that comes to it and I've heard of a lot of on this side you know where it's just like like when it comes down to it there's so many aspects that it comes into taking care of a baby and doing it alone and all this stuff you know that it's just the something yeah like church we we have resources and stuff for single moms who need help we advocate for it too like we have something called birth choice of temecula who's a non-profit it solely runs on donations to help moms in need mm-hmm. so like oh yeah if you want to go donate go donate a birth choice of temecula i have a baby bottle in my car to collect tips so i can give it back to them uh, but like that's my take on it it's not a hot take but it's my take mm-hmm. No, that's an interesting tape, bro. But I really had a good time talking to you, Sam. Yeah, me too, it's man. It was nice talking to you. Those donuts it was good. a pleasure. They really good. Um, all righty, guys. <laughs> this is going to be towards the end of our episode. I hope you enjoyed it. We talked about culture. Is it good? Is it bad? What do we see? And um, is it influencing our people and society? And uh, do we need to change? I personally mm-hmm. think we can change. And if we were, we would just target. We use our wallets. Like, we can't use our voice. We can't be a politician. Mm-hmm. We use our wallets. We don't yeah. buy things that we don't support. We don't go to places we don't support. All that um, was in this episode. I want to thank Sal, who is here. Mm-hmm. Hey, guys. It's me again. <laughs> yes, it's Sal. And uh, we hope to see you guys next time. Let's say book for God. Yeah. Have a good one, guys. God bless.